Hello, you are listening to the Mindspace Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Jones, and today we're having a conversation with Quantum Kimmy from YouTube. She's also a member of the Joe Dispenza Live Feeds Facebook page. We cover many different topics, and I hope you enjoy it just as much as I did having this conversation. If you would like to be a part of the podcast, have a conversation on topics that you think other people may be interested in, contact me at mindspace65 at gmail.com. It's already becoming apparent that as I have these conversations with these amazingly beautiful people, books are starting to make themselves be known. Many books that I have read and other books that people that I'm interviewing have also read. And as we talk about these books, I'm going to make them available or links to them on the Mindspace website. Also, any images that I talk about in the podcast or anything that's related, I'll also put up on the Mindspace podcast Facebook page or the Instagram page. So if you'd like to follow along, search for Mindspace podcast on Facebook and follow the social links or simply go to the show description on the platform that you're listening in and follow the links there. So sit back, make yourself a cup of coffee and let's delve deeper into the Mindspace with Quantum Kimmy. Hi, my name is Kimmy and I'm from Canada. Fantastic. How did you get into meditation? Uh, well, like you, I was listening to your podcast and, and I've been um, meditating kind of on and off for the last 10 years or so. And just like you, I discovered Dr. Joe and it just took it to the next level. Was there anything that you needed to do meditation for, or you just kind of naturally fell into that? Um, well, originally it was just for fun. I think I was really into like Reiki and all things spiritual. And, uh, I discovered this, uh, Buddhist meditation retreat that would go on for a week or two weeks, maybe seven years ago. And I went to the, these retreats. We meditated all day for eight hours, sometimes standing for hours. Wow. And uh, that's when I first started to see lights in my head. And it wasn't after until after my very dear, dear close friend, he's he was an ex-boyfriend of mine. He took his he took his own life. Wow. And uh, this was, I guess, shortly after I started that about six years ago. And it just catapulted my um, my spiritual exploration. And that's when I started to have out-of-body experiences and I actually met him in an out-of-body experience. I'm going to do a video about that. And then, yeah, so kind of just, I kind of just went back and forth with my meditation practice, my spiritual practice, and had a few incredible moments uh, here and there. But... Dr. Joe came into my life last October. My sister and her boyfriend are huge kind of like uh, spiritual types. And they sold everything they owned and moved to Bali and just uh, started living the dream. And she she one day told me about Dr. Joe and harassing me to, to uh, listen to his work. And I, I really put it off. And as you'll see, as you know, from my second video, um, as soon as I heard, as soon as I heard about Dr. Joe, that's when things started to happen for me, even though I didn't even do anything yet. 
so yeah, it was uh, that that's basically what sparked it all. And so we we saw his first introduction video just on YouTube, and it blew us away. My boyfriend and I, and he's like, "Oh my gosh, I'm going to buy his uh, online progressive workshop." And I'm like, "No, no need for that." You know, we weren't really doing well financially at the time, and I'm like, "No, no need to spend three hundred dollars USD on that." But he just felt so inspired, bought it, watched it. We've, we just watched it all day, every day for about a week and a half. And it, it was just mind blowing. And that's when this whole uh, Kundalini experience happened. Amazing. Yeah. I know you've been meditating for years, but for example, how long, uh, how many weeks or how many days or months in a row were you meditating before you actually experienced something like that? So... Yeah, I think it had been years since I was doing anything intense. And even throughout the Dr. Joe workshop, so I remember just from listening to the concepts, I guess week four, I, I literally felt like my, my mind was blowing and I couldn't sleep and I would, I would wake up feeling like, like pure energy, even before the Kundalini Awakening. And so the Kundalini awakening happened on week six, and that was just this short little 12 minute meditation. Uh, yeah. And I, I, maybe we did one or two before that with him um, during the workshop, but uh, this one was just all about feeling and um, focusing on the heart center and breathing in and out through the heart center. And as you know, from my first video, I just got off the phone with my brother who just had the Kundalini awakening twice in a row, well, just over the phone. And I was so inspired uh, by his experience that I was already feeling elevated. So I really didn't have all this um, hours and hours of meditation logged up. What I did have was quite a few um, outer body experiences under my belt beforehand over the last 10 years. So I'm all very comfortable with all of this stuff already, but um, after the Dr. Joe stuff and, and meditating regularly afterwards, it it my my out of body experiences just got more and more and more intense. No, that's fantastic. I um, let's see, I, I when I was about eighteen or nineteen, I think nineteen. That's when my out of body experiences just started happening out of the blue. And I was lucky that my, my my parents didn't really raise me with any sort of religion under my belt, but I could tell I could tell that there was something there. I then had something really cool happen when I was about 16, 17. And then I was like, all right, there's definitely something out there. So um yeah, my life has just always been really, really weird. And uh I just intuitively felt that certain things weren't for me. I'm very much like you. I've been meditating for, for quite some time, quite a number of years, but way back, and as I said in my podcast, and I know you've heard, is just I just used to sit there and I was fighting with thoughts and focusing on the breath, and I just I didn't feel and I, I've, I've heard people from both camps say, for example, that you need to sit still and just focus on your breath or uh, say, say a mantra or, or whatever it is, whatever works for you. But it wasn't truly until I started doing the uh, dispenser work that uh, that was the key for me. And just having those mystical experiences floating in space and uh, 
just truly experiencing stuff that was as close to the out-of-body experiences that I'd have uh, since when I was 18, 19, 20 years of age. So it went right back to that, which was just uh, fantastic. But more so now, question for you is, are you finding in your day-to-day life that there is anything that's kind of really interesting that all right, how do you explain this? You know, I look, I mean, I know this podcast is about, is about the meditation, Joe, Dispen- D- Joe Dispenza's work and what have you and the benefits that people have gained. But I do know that for some people listening in, n- not ever truly having any, any understanding of what's possible, some of this stuff might be too out there, but it's just factual stuff that happens from doing the work. So have you found anything that's happening in your day-to-day life that's kind of like, whoa? Yes, definitely. Uh, I'll get to that in a moment. I just wanted to point out that I had the opposite experience of your childhood. I grew up very religious in, in, in almost a fanatical religious uh, upbringing. And around 13 is when I started to wake up paralyzed, not knowing what was happening. And that that is right. Just just before when you're about to leave your body is is that's usually what happens. It's quite terrifying, and I also I guess came full circle with that experience. Um, I guess in my twenties and thirties. Um, but yeah, so I I guess have always believed in all of this stuff. Um, so for me to kind of put it to the test, it really had to come from a place of just playful curiosity. And so I came across this book this summer called, um, was it E2? And it was like an experiment, an experiment book. I forgot. I think it's called E2 squared, something like that. I think I can picture the cover. Cover, yeah. It's just a big squared thing. And he has all these fun little experiments in there. And I just, and I just said to myself, okay, well, I want to just see a yellow butterfly. And I want to win more than $10 in the lottery by, <laughs> by date. And I just put it out there. And within a few days, I was going for a walk. And I just said, I need to, I want, and I was thinking about this, not, not just any yellow butterfly, I, like the ones that look like a monarch. You don't see those very often around here. And the moment I was thinking about parallel universes, I don't know why I was thinking about manifesting through parallel realities, how manifestations can jump into this, this reality through a parallel world. And right when I thought that this thing comes flying at my head and I actually duck to get out of the way. And I'm like, what was that? What was that? And I was just like hitting, hitting at the air. Like, what is that? And I turn around and it's this yellow monarch blown away. And then, and then of course, the next day or the day after, I, I check my lottery ticket and it's $50. And I've never, ever won $50 before. It's always been $10, a free ticket. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. I thought, I, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Oh, God, there's been so many things I can't even think about it. Speaking of synchronicities that, that you were just talking about, I actually challenged the universe back in the summer. I was visiting... Um, my fam, my brother's family, and he's got all these little nieces and nephews, and my nieces and nephews, and and I just I was watching. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of Shaman Oaks. 
oh, I just love him. And I, I just binge watched every single one of his uh, YouTube videos. And he was, one or two of them were, were about synchronicities and they blew my mind. And I was like, okay, I believe this is real. And I really want to experience my own set of synchronicities. So I, I just put that out to the universe. And then instantly uh, it began uh, and I didn't know it at the time, but I went down to go watch a movie with, with my niece and she was watching The Little Mermaid. I hadn't seen that movie in 30 years or so, I think. And I'm watching it with her and I'm thinking, how bizarre is this? All these characters talking underwater. It's just so silly to me. <laughs> it's just like, I found that silly. And then, and then my sister-in-law goes to me, she's like, oh gosh, did you hear there was a, a school shooting um, a couple hours ago? And I said, oh gosh, that's horrible. And then of course, the very next day I was flying back home and uh, I'm a big numbers person when I see like 1111 and all that, it kind of sparks my interest. And so the moment I, we get to the airport, I look at my phone, it's 1111. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I pull out my plane ticket. We're on flight 111. <laughs> then I, I go to uh, watch a movie on the plane and I've, I've never heard of Aquaman. I have no idea what that is about. I've never seen a trailer, but I decide to, I'm going to watch that movie. And of course, the movie is about all these mermaid type people speaking underwater. And I'm just like, so weird. They're talking underwater. How, how strange. I'm like, oh, this is just like The Little Mermaid. And one of the characters in the movie is Willem Dafoe. And after that movie's done, I watch another movie. I think it's called Vox Locks with Natalie Portman. And it's about a girl who was in, who survived a school shooting and the movie is narrated by Willem Dafoe. And I just said, okay, universe, I got it. Thanks for the synchronicities. <laughs> Blew my mind away. I think sadly, I think it happens to every single one of us, but I, I just think that so many of us are not awake to the fact that it, it actually goes on. We're, we're not uh, in tune with it. And a lot of us would just brush it off to coincidence, yeah, and um, silliness. Yeah, I've uh, recently, uh, like, I'll be doing something and then something on the radio or on the TV, well, on the radio when I'm driving, and it will say, as I'm merging right, it will tell me to merge right. The person will say merge right. Or um, as I go over to maybe change the station, it will say change the station. And it's just reflecting what I'm doing at the very instant. Very moment. I'll... It's happened to me so many times over the years. Yeah. And it's it would be one thing if it would happen, say, once a week, once a month, something. Like that. But it's like every other day, two or three times a day. Yeah. I'll just think a word and all of a sudden either it'll pop up on TV or I'll be or it'll pop up on a, on a sign somewhere right when I'm mm -hmm. saying the word. It's unless it's happened to you it's hard to believe yeah it, it really is and i'm starting to see images and um for, for years years ago i'm i'm only uh level one reiki uh healer because i just it it didn't resonate with me i actually went into a field called uh, quantum touch i prefer that better and um but as i learned more and more now now it's like my my it's, it's it, I don't know if I'm gonna put this in, but uh, now it's to a point that my hands are vibrating, and now I have this ability to, um, I I once healed pain in my wife's uh, ankle, her hip, 
uh, her lower back. And as I'm doing it, it's causing her pain. Um, and and I, I'm not even touching her. So uh, it's just the, the, the strangest thing. So, um, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I've... I did also a level one Reiki and I, it, it also didn't resonate with me. Um, none, none of the kind of systems resonate with me anymore ever since I read um, that book that I mentioned at the reconnecting by uh, Dr. Eric Pearl. Oh, that's his, that's the book I got. Oh, is it? Yeah. That's the guy who he, he I stumbled across his, his work um, by a guy on YouTube, uh, everyday masters. Oh my God. Me too. Oh dear. We might as well hang up. I'll, I'll tell everyone the rest of the podcast. <laughs> that is crazy. Uh, that's fantastic, right? Yeah, that was just a couple of months ago, a few months ago for me. Um, yeah, probably uh, six to eight weeks ago for me. Wow. Yeah. That, did, have you seen the videos with him working on the, those women? And they're just like, Oh yeah. Yeah. They're just convulsing, like arching up, like you've never seen. And you know, it's legit. People are moved by this stuff and they're got, they got their eyes closed. And the, one of the reasons I know that it's uh, legit is because sometimes during meditations, my hands kind of make these weird shapes and I'm like, Ooh, why is it doing that? And I, I, I try and relax it to let it go. Maybe I shouldn't, maybe I should just let it do whatever it's going to do. But yeah. And I'm like, Ooh, that's weird. It's that my hands are making the, there was a couple of guys that were very like men's men and they were out in the wilderness laying down on the uh, massage table. Their hands were doing as though they were sending out uh, rays of power or something. My hands started doing that. But then, yeah, as I wave my my right hand near my left, and it, as I wiggle my fingers, I feel two two completely different. Um, it's almost like like magnetic, for, uh, like a magnetic force, for lack of a better description. But um, yeah, fantastic. But isn't it funny that we're all kind of, or a lot of us, are drawn to the same type of, you know, the same type of thing? So crazy. Um, one thing I wanted to point out i remember from my uh days meditating at the buddhist center they would always say the the pain that you feel during healing is is the pain releasing mm. and so when i would ever work on myself i knew it, it was working when the when the pain would start to come up yeah and it, it's just amazing and in my first video i talk about how i was doing the same thing with with my boyfriend in, in, in sleep mm-hmm. he was he was shaking uncontrollably he was asleep I was kind of in that half awake, half asleep state, not touching either. And, you know, just sending the energy into his, into his body. And, and when I got to his heart center, he would burst, burst out laughing and he would do that. Uh, it was about maybe six times in a row. It, it happened months before in October, before I even started uh, the, the Dr. Joe work. And then afterwards, after the Dr. Joe work, it, it started up again. And uh, what I what I loved about um, the reconnection and Eric Pearl's um, mm-hmm. he does away with all of that ritualism that you yeah that's what I like about it the the, the only the only um, negative thing I have to to say is and I I understand that we all have to make a living but um, he also you know, to be certified, to be able to practice it and what have you, you have to go through his system. 
Um, so I, I, I get it. And that's the only thing. Um, yes, yeah. In all fairness, he did point out several times that you, that you didn't need him, that you to, to, to channel it. Yeah. And I thought, you know, fair enough. Yeah. Um, I think out of curiosity, one day I'll try one of his courses, but. Oh, I would love to. I mean, yeah, I would absolutely love to. It's just, uh, um, the impracticality of me being able to do that right now and, and what have you. I just want to start, I want to get a little massage table. I want to start, you know, yeah. put, out, put out a little, and again, it wouldn't be people I know because I don't want anyone to think I'm crazy. My ego is still wrapped up in that, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, the energy coming out of my hands now is, is pretty insane. Um, I ended up getting blisters on my hands, just like, uh, Eric Pearl pointed out in his Holy book. crap. Yeah, I, I'm gonna put it in one of my my update videos coming up, and uh, yeah, I don't, I'm kind of out here in the boonies. I, I don't really have too many people I can experiment on, but I'd love mm-hmm. to. Um, I'd love to uh, go back to the healing practice because I did do casual healing practice. One of the ways I got into the healing aspect of all this was, uh, first of all, was with the Reiki. Then I moved over to Quantum Touch. The only thing with Quantum Touch is you you just breathe deeply to, quote unquote, get rid of the bad vibes that come in so you don't get sick. <laughs> you know, um, so uh, yeah, I, I met like someone. Sorry. Sorry. I just feel like we're we're just evolving more and yeah. more to just simpler um modalities that don't require as much ritualism you know it's just simple and straightforward no absolutely um years ago i was on an aircraft and i made friends with uh, a lady uh she asked to use my chapstick and next thing you know uh, she's coming over to america and i she visits me i think she came over to visit friends and then we just kind of um arranged to meet when she was here before all of that transpired we met because she had cervical cancer and then i said to her well i kind of do this thing and i kind of created my own bit like tai chi and i would just envision the person and then i would fire out whatever it was you know from my hands i did this tai chi stuff but she could tell whenever i was doing it and she could tell more importantly when i stopped she thinks it was me that healed her and obviously it wasn't, but it was, it was really interesting to say, to hear that she could tell when I was doing it and when I was no longer doing it. Yeah. So it, that to me was like a, a cool little experiment sure. yeah, of, of, of sorts just to kind of say, okay, there's definitely something to this. And every little experience like that just kind of cracked open the doors of possibility and what, what is possible. Right. Yeah, I remember years ago, I used to uh, just randomly send it to a friend. And he would just message me, message me as I'm doing, it, be like, "Hey, are you doing that weird Reiki stuff on me?" Uh, <laughs> and I'd be like, "Oh my god, uh, uh, <laughs> fantastic!" But yeah, it's, it's it really is quite interesting to see people that are scientific, that are doctors, that are you know technicians in hospital, go through the Joe Dispenza kind of weeks and then they're they're talking all this what would otherwise be you know gibberish to most there's no way that they can explain it so it's um it's funny how all of this kind of manifests that's why i love dr joe so much he is bridging the worlds between science and spirituality in such a way that is so Mm -hmm. you know understandable digestible for people who are in 
you know, the medical community and, you know, me as a, as a deeply spiritual person for my whole life, it, it answered a lot of questions for me. Like, why was I seeing lights? What, what were these so-called mystical experiences that I was having? You know, he explained the science behind it, that, and that really blew my mind, you know, cause you going through these, like having these, mystical experiences but you know he, he goes deep into like what's actually happening in the, in the pineal gland what what how the melatonin is is converting and, and how it's producing this mm-hmm. mystical experience for you no it's absolutely fantastic i uh i find myself having to uh pull back and kind of not uh talk to people about it as much because you know every other oh you have an issue in your life yeah you should try meditation so uh you know uh, yeah i went f- i did a good few months of <laughs> reaching out to all my close family and friends and you know i don't want to use the word recruit but i did recruit quite a few crazy uh fans now like we are you know it's brought us all closer and we're we're trying, we're trying not to create a cult out of it because i, I in uh, a cult setting Oof. yeah i won't go too much into that but you know i know i know i i really don't like to you know people worship and you know, i i adore dr joe he's definitely um like my ultimate guru but uh, ever since dr joe oh my god like every every spiritual guru that has ever come into my life came back into my life mm-hmm. like esther hicks um, um, a whole bunch of other ones like Drunvalo Melchizedek. Like, pff, I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but no, I've not heard of the last two. I've been watching a lot of uh, Esther and Jerry late the last few months. Look, I mean, the, the funny thing is, it, it, well, not the funny thing is, it's just because it's the underlying truth of it all. Is it's it's all exactly the same message. There's no real kind of uh, difference be- between a lot of them. And that's, for me, just how you can tell that they're right on the money. Exactly. My boyfriend and I went on a huge just binge of just reading and absorbing all this kind of stuff. And and, and literally yesterday we were just saying, you know, it's it's all st- the same stuff, but mm-hmm. it's, it's the subtle wording of how different yeah. features that 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 make it just hit you differently each time i don't know what it is but well i think is like doc uh is like dispenser he he likes to tell you all about the ins and outs because you need to understand it fully so you can wrap your head around it so you can have that mystical experience but the mystical experience is backed up with the foundation of like abc's one two threes and it is all that information um and uh and that's yeah, yeah, it's, it's you, not for everyone. Um, no. Yeah, it's it's funny. I, my, my boyfriend's more of a left brain type of guy. I thought he would really be way more into the Dr. Joe stuff than I was. But mm-hmm. I was way more into it. And, that, and then he, vibe, he, he vibes more with the Esther Jerry Hicks stuff. Okay. Which is hilarious. But, you know, that's why we need all these different teachers because yeah that's it there's all different facets of the same and same diamond is just that they're that someone's teaching this side someone's teaching the other aspect someone else is teaching another aspect and together um it helps form that whole picture in your head and really the more i get into this the more i realize that that this power uh that we have this ability that we have is i think it's limitless in its power 
I think it's just our doubt that holds us back. I once said something to my brothers when I was very, very young, and I didn't want to be wrong. I said, well, I think everything's possible. My brother said, well, do you think we could fly? (laughs) Didn't think so. And and I was like, yeah, I think we could fly. We just don't know how. And I'll tell you, the the more that you kind of delve into the stuff and the more incredible outcomes that you see it kind of chips away at that last little bit of doubt that yeah well you you know that we could possibly fly or do something just as crazy isn't it it interesting that all these superhero movies are coming out and like Mm -hmm. really out in the forefront and i was talking about this with my my little chat meditation dr joe chat group and we were all over the weeks of, you know, after discovering Dr. Joe, we're like, you know what? I think, I think all those things that people talk about and legend and, and like mm-hmm. all those myths and fairy tales, I think they're all true. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, like everything that you thought was fantasy, you know, you start hearing evidence about it now. And it's just like, it really expands your mind and you, you really do well, start to believe anything's possible. Yeah, I think. Look, I mean, if you delve back and you watch some real fringe, and they're not really really fringe. There, there's uh, some individuals that um, have done their homework, and historians and uh, archaeologists. They'll look back at history, and they will make up a story that fits all the pieces that are there. Well, one of these guys uh, that I listen to and watch quite a bit he puts it together in such a way like they're now discovering incredibly huge ancient civilizations that were in the amazon yeah and they're all hidden and covered up in wildlife and and what have you but they're saying that human life potentially goes back billions of years i know yeah i've heard and and the, the the technology and the races that were there before us, especially in America too, the, the 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 people that were here before us and how advanced they were, I don't think really we got any concept because it was just just all too long ago. So who knows what ability they had? And um, I don't want to get too too out there with this show <laughs> because it could really go out in left field. But um, yeah, it, I think it's it would be amazing just to uh, to get a glimpse. I think I think I'm already getting a, a bit of a glimpse because for all of the meditations that I've done, one of the biggest t- takeaways is I keep changing into a new person. Like I'm no longer the person that I used to be, and those changes could take uh, a week to take place. They could take a day to take place. Um, I've had things heal up on me and repair uh, just in one meditation, um, which is which is crazy. Have you had any f- physical kind of adjustments, so to speak? Yeah, lots. Uh, the major thing that I mentioned in my first YouTube video was uh, I used to have to take like a reactant or a Claritin allergy pill almost every for about six years otherwise my face would blow up into like you know crazy mess um because i was allergic to basically everything i would eat i would get itchy and uh after that initial kundalini awakening i i don't need them anymore i just don't need them i have i haven't taken one since and i can 
I can feel if an if a rea- I can eat anything I want now, basically, drink whatever I want, and if I feel a reaction starting to come, I I can. Um, so Dr. Joe has the blessing of the energy centers. I can immediately just think about my second energy center, put some attention there, and place my hands over my face and the reaction subsides. It's, it's really incredible. Um, another thing is I've suffered immensely with sinus congestion over the last 10 years. And it, it, it's crazy because I heard that once you had an alert, uh, an, a Kundalini awakening, that the pressure of the energy can make your sinus have like this crazy um, pressure. So I in fact did experience that, but the irony is I'm able to clear my sinus with either a thought or just placing my hands over it or pull. When I was in the Buddhist temple, they they would teach us to pull out pain with our fingers. Yeah, Deepak Chopra taught. Yeah. I I learned that from him, like a headache. Yeah, well, this was I would be I was pulling out of my face for years, and it just ridiculous. And I would have to do this in public places, but since the Doctor Joe stuff. I can just move my awareness to that area or I move the awareness to my crown area and within seconds it'll alleviate. It's incredible. Amazing. Yeah. I, um, several times over the last maybe six years, I've been rushed to the emergency room with, uh, pancreatitis and it's just, it's just a, a real severe, severe pain. It's akin to what childbirth, the nurses have told me. But every time, and I used to, if I'd have something like MSG or like a, a seafood of some sort, it would seem to uh, to bring it on. And that, that was a little bit later in life. Same thing, I would focus on the third energy center, pretty much where all of that is sure enough it would uh alleviate it and and make it go away completely and so you know the pain would start at my back then merge around to my to my stomach and then there was no hope i'd have to be, be heavily sedated in the hospital for it to even you know i'd be crying i'd be in tears with pain and uh yeah but but thankfully nothing 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 since i wish that my wife would meditate she meditated once um, but we're doing, so I'm doing some pretty heavy manifesting work right now. And I, I, I need all of us to be on board. <laughs> so it's like, Oh, I you got my boyfriend on board about a week and a half ago to join me in. in- oh, you're so lucky. <laughs> well, you know what? I just, it's funny. It was, I, I, I'm, I'm very active on the, on the Dr. Joe live Facebook page. Yeah. Yeah. Just telling someone who's kind of struggling with, with her boyfriend and, you know, just getting him to do what she wants him to do and mm-hmm. not being the way he's being. And, 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 you know, I was, t- I was telling her, you know, um, you you create your own reality and that's it. stop imagining him being that annoying person and, and start imagining him at his best. And, and, and I'm sure he's got quali- good qualities that you can focus on more. And so mm-hmm. I did a bit of that. Um, not, not with just meditation. The meditation was a bonus. I, you know, he was, he wasn't exercising and, and, and he was gaining weight and not feeling good about himself over the last year. And I just, I wasn't helping, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't being nice about it. Uh, and it was, it was breaking my heart too, watching him um, the way he was. And I knew I was, I was not helping by getting upset about it. So what I did was just imagine 
him going to the gym, you know, loving himself again, feeling great. And within, within a week, he renewed his gym membership and mine too, without, without telling me. <laughs> now we're at the gym all the time. And the bonus is he has decided to wake up at three, three or 4 a.m. with me every morning to meditate with me. And that was just came out of nowhere. And I'm like, really? What? What? Okay. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so yeah, just, just, you know, see it into uh, reality. Oh, that would be, uh, that would be a dream come true. If I could, if I could get her on board with that, then. Um, All my yeah. siblings, my, my, my brother is, he's like, you know, wishing and hoping his wife would get on board, but he keeps pushing her and pushing. I'm like, leave her alone. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. well i'm a bit i'm a i'm a, in that sense i'm a little bit concerned about because i'm i'm manifesting things yeah. i've everything's the same i've now got a beard mustache the whole the whole nine i've never had one before in my life i just used to have wow. like a little goatee okay. i'm dressing a little bit different um i drive a different way to and from work right. uh we were having issues with the cats. One of the cats was, and this is the freaky one. Uh, one yeah, the, what's that? I remember you mentioned you're going to the hospital with the cat. Yeah. Well, that morning I said to myself, uh, when there wasn't any issue, I said, you know, she's been pooping upstairs in the kitchen. We've made accommodations and she's always crying and just life is, uh, really yeah. quite stressful. I don't know what it would be like if I wasn't meditating. And I just, I just said to myself, which is okay. One thing, Mm -hmm. but what I felt when I said to myself, we'd be okay with just one less cat (gasps) and life would be so much easier without having to deal with all of this. She died that night. Oh my goodness. So not to say that there was any voodoo curse. This was a long time coming, but oh my goodness, like all the, all the dead skin kind of that needs to fall away in order to make way for that new life. It's a bit scary at times. So it really makes you really want to watch your thoughts. eh? (laughs) It really does. You know, um, all my life I've, I've always said, be careful, be careful what you think, uh, be careful what you wish for. And my whole life has been very much a case of that down to partners and, you know, the number of times I kicked myself that I wasn't specific enough about, (laughs) you know, it was everything, but you weren't specific. It was just, it was like comedic stuff, really. Um, Things I can't, I can't mention on air, but uh, yeah, yeah, just, uh, yeah, hilarious, hilarious. But that was scary with the cat to uh, say that in the morning and then that night. I don't think it's really truly sank in yet, but so um, yeah, thank you. It's been uh, it's been tough, yeah. but um, well, uh, you don't take responsibility for it. No, no. She used to weigh twenty one pounds, and then years later, she weighed weighed sixteen, and then about a year ago, she weighed nine, uh, um, and then uh, no, uh, about four months ago, she weighed nine pounds, and then two months ago she weighed seven so she was dropping weight drastically something was very wrong with her we just didn't have the five thousand dollars to get her a uh, mri to see what the heck was going on but um it's a lot of money well i was uh theorizing uh, about this with my sister about how 
in the quantum realms, you know, or often when I'm out of body, I can just think a thought and it will manifest right before me. I, it it, yeah. it can happen, happen so quickly that I can't even, you know, get my thoughts straight. That everything's just popping up in front of me. And I, and I, and I said to her, well, what, what if this dimension is just practice for that dimension? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, like eventually we're going to humanity, I feel is going to reach a point where, we do have these instant manifestations and we need to be more responsible with what we're thinking and feeling. Right. Absolutely. And and Dr. Joe is literally turning us into these walking, talking magnets. You know, you can feel yourself giving out these, this, this electromagnetic field after a while. And, and, and you know that it's real, you can feel it and and it's communicating with with the rest of the, uh, the world. So, yeah, it really does. It's uh, it is a magnet. We are broadcasting 24 seven. Yeah. My parents are, are pretty spiritually open, but they're not into this whole like manifestation stuff. I taught them the, uh, the secret in Korean and yeah, she just mad, you know, she was like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to read that. But my <laughs> nephew who's 13, 12 or 13, Holy moly, he is so open. And yeah. I, we did a little experiment. I explained to him the concepts of mm-hmm. manifestation. And yeah, I don't necessarily agree with everything that the secret teaches. You know, mm-hmm. I've read a whole bunch of other stuff, but you know, I taught him the basics. And he's like, okay, well, let's let's do an experiment. And I said, okay, what do you want to manifest? And he's like, something crazy, like like a sheep in my backyard. And I'm yeah. like, okay. And I explained to him, you know, it's only going to, it, it, it'll only manifest according to your belief system. So if you don't believe it can happen, then it won't happen. And, you know, and if you can't, if you can't believe that a real sheep is going to show up in your backyard, it, it might show up as like a toy or a stuffed animal. Or mm-hmm. He's like, okay, I'm open to anything. And I said, okay, give the universe a time frame." And he's like, okay, give it a, a week. And I said, do you believe it could happen in a week? He's like, yep. Like, okay. And then I went back home and a week and a half later, yeah. he calls me. And he's freaking out because he went on a trip with his mom and um, they're leaving this building. And as they're leaving the building, then the building next door happens to be some kind of a, an animal farm or something. Mm. And all he hears is, bah, bah. <laughs> <laughs> and he turns around and in their backyard is a sheep calling out to him. <laughs> that is brilliant. So he was like, wow, what can we do next? So we, we've been kind of playing this. We, we, we manifested a pink hat with a white logo. That's great. And, uh, yeah, we've just been doing this fun little thing. I played, um, I played this, uh, this lady that wanted to manifest $112 million to get a lawyer so she could get her children back who were taken away from her. Oh my gosh, I saw that video. Yeah, and she won $112 million, you know, so. my mind. And there's, so I created a manifesting uh, playlist. So from the likes of uh, Jim Carrey, uh, the the most winningest uh, lady lady in America from entering competitions. She's won over 5,000 competitions. Um the lady with the $112 million, they all do exactly the same thing. Exactly the same thing as, as Joe, you know, it's all the same technique. Yep. It's all the same thing. Have you heard of Eddie Coronado's book, something about how to win the lottery um, using the law of manifestation or law of attraction? Mm. It's really good. He starts sharing, he shares all these stories of people who've won the lottery and how they did it. 
Yeah. And it's just incredible. It's just incredible. What's your favorite meditations? Oh, okay. Yeah, I've done, I think I've done almost all of them. Um, you know what? It's so funny. I didn't think I would enjoy Blessing of the Energy Centers when I first heard about it. Yeah. What's your favorite one of, of that series? Favorite, favorite one of all, all of them has to be the Supernatural Breath. Uh, uh, changing beliefs and perceptions okay you know that one yeah i have it um uh, very much like you i think i pretty much have them all i i bought a couple blindly then only to find out that they were for women <laughs> and which i had a chuckle about um but but I, I gotta be honest i mean i've one of my favorites is blessing of the energy centers too um i i I was part of the eight experience. So I went in, I listened to that one live. So I, I actual number two or all of them. Yeah. The number two. So the second one in the series for blessing of the energy centers. Isn't the of that, the most epic uplifting thing you've ever heard. That's why I like it because it, it runs you through all of it. And then it just raises you up on this cloud of energy. Right. So I posted about that in the group. Uh, the Facebook chat just mm-hmm. just so powerful for me. I actually um, put it put loaded into my audio uh, program and just cut out that section just yeah. so I just listen to that at the end of all my meditations just to go to that at the end because I would just feel so uplifted. My heart would just open listening to that. Energy. Yeah, yeah, no, and I, it's a nice one because I can also. Uh, do a bit of manifesting as well there i envi- i envision i envision the things i'm actually working on something which i'm going to ask you the next question do you have you created a mind movie no not yet you know i thought about it um and my brother is actually uh an insane uh graphic artist vfx mm-hmm. art, and if anyone's going to do my mind movie it, it'll have to be him brilliant uh, that being said, my my imagination is so vivid. Mm-hmm. I I, think I'll, I I I need one. You know? Yeah, but I, I think it helps. It helps to just kind of sit back and then have something uh, yeah. very visceral to kind of look at and wrap all your yeah. senses around. Well, now that I'm learning all this video editing, I should give it a try. Um, do you play that right after a meditation, or how I'll, do you do I'll do it. I'll do it before the meditation, sometimes before bed. It's just getting into a habit. I made one. I put one up on the uh, Dispenser's Live Feed uh, Facebook page for people to uh, download and watch for themselves. Catch that one. Yeah, it's it's up there. If you just go into the group, do a search for Mind Movie, one of the bigger posts I think is uh, is mine. You'll be able to, uh, because I put the Dropbox link, so you can just download it and and use it on your phone. You're the one that did the one with the hair. Yes, yeah, that's it. Okay, I did. <laughs> I did see that one. Yeah. Awesome. No. Good. I someone reached out, and because it was just one person, they I, they said, "Could you help me with?" And I took it as, "Could you create it?" So, I asked for all the things that they wanted help with, and I just threw something together. And I she wanted fingernails instead of hands. So I got to change out the the wording, but then I thought, you know what? The entrepreneur then inside of me was like, you could really quite easily make like a next level. Cause I also do uh, hypnotism. So it'd be great to do like a mind movie with 
hypnotism as the foundation so people could watch, they could help it go deeper into their psyche. He does like a telescope thing, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, that would be pretty easy to do in, in Adobe Premiere or any one of the programs. What's the longest that you have meditated? Ooh, lot the like in one day or yeah, well yeah no um yeah. What's the longest you've done in one shot, and then how 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 much yeah. have you done in one day? Okay, so I the two weeks that I did that uh, meditation um, retreat, and it was a, it was a, it was a it's called Bodhi meditation B O D I, mm-hmm. and they only focus on healing and and, and absorbing energy, and okay. uh, they work with the uh, the the uh, medicine Buddha, they call him mm. medicine. It's more of a Hindu type of uh, thing. Yeah. And, and we would literally meditate uh, from nine in the morning to six at, in the evening with uh, one lunch break. And I, I guess without interruption, I'd go for like four hours. Wow. Standing or sitting and sometimes standing with your hands raised above your head because you're, you're trying to like gather all this light into your body. Um, crazy. Joe, Amazing. Yeah, yeah, the Dr. Joe stuff, I'd say longest I ever did was three meditations in a row. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've, I've just had so much experience sitting still and um, just, you know, tuning out of my body. Um, I'm Amazing. getting to now where I can lie down and not fall asleep for like hours. Yeah, I th- I'm to that point too. Um, sometimes when he says uh, sit up straight, I'm like, nah, I'm going to lie down. So I'm, yeah. I'm kind of... I'm already uh, in in for the in for the long run, but the, the maximum I've done right now, my typical is like forty five minutes hour, and then uh, the longest is um, if and yeah. when I do like yeah. a, bl- blessing of the energy energy centers eight, and that's around about hour twenty. So, yeah, I've been. Uh, I'm going to do a video on, on my Doctor Joe meditation tips and how I do the supernatural breathing. Um, yeah, brilliant. And I'll tell you what breathing is a massive thing that people get messed up they don't they don't realize that the breathing is probably one of the more important things to get the mechanics of you know the uh the um the fluids going up your spine to kind of help them turn into that dmt and and what have you but the breathing is is so so important it's so funny. That was my biggest lesson when I had the Kundalini awakening because all my years of meditating, I was, I don't know what it was. I was some, I don't know what it was. Maybe I was some kind of like a breathing snob. I just didn't think I needed to mm-hmm. to do the breath. And, and it was always just like, yeah, yeah, I don't need to do this breath stuff. And that was literally the first time I put my all into breathing. Yeah. I, breathing so deep, putting my all into it. And then of course I had this incredible experience. Yeah. Now that's, now I'm just like, Oh my God, what was wrong with me before? And I know, and yeah. I think it was. And it's such I, an easy in it's, it's such an easy, well, it's, it's effort. It's a lot of work, but it's such an easy thing. It's not like you're going to the gym and, and lift lifting, you know, huge weights above your head. It's, no. it's just about the effort of taking time. I mean, if you can't do Really, if you know that that's what it is, and you can't find the time and effort to do that, then <laughs> there's not much luck, is there, for you? I think all the time I got faced with doing deep breathing, I was in a group, and I was just feeling self-conscious. Like yeah. And like, 
you know and and of course this time my my boyfriend was next to me while I was doing the breath and I'm like you know what no I'm gonna give this my all I don't care I'm ready to make something cool happen and of course something cool happened um yeah the Dr. Joe breathing um I I wasn't breathing enough and I I actually out three times from lack of oxygen uh warn people and and I'm and I'm doing that in my video um is 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 taking a bunch of oxygen i breathe out all the air first out of my lungs mm-hmm, breath, mm-hmm. so i have the capacity do you do you lean forward do you kind of sway side to side flex your stomach a bit or do you just kind of just puff out as much as you can like you were saying in your podcast i spent a good 30 40 minutes just practicing the breath mm-hmm. um i and i went I, li- I would listen to that meditation and, and as he's going into the whole like silent stuff i i, I decided i was going to keep on doing the breath and yeah you like yeah i I like to uh put my head back as i'm breathing as well and all i can say is you if you try this breath enough times in in, uh, like in succession like a good 30 minutes Mm -hmm. discover all these little nuances i don't know if this was true for you but for me it was like i was discovering like even just the way i was focusing my eyes when i decided to hold a breath how my eyes were relaxed, how, where I was, yeah. it, it made a difference between each breath. It was this, these tiny little nuances that you, that you don't notice when you're just, you know, doing it 10 times. In a row. That's it. I don't remember who I was listening to, but, uh, some Indian kind of, uh, master of some sort. And he was just saying, look, you know, I walk, I walk through these, uh, West Western hospitals and I just know that so much of this stuff can be, cured halved lessened if people just learned how to breathe i i think uh a lot of the hospitals would be would have a lot a lot less patience if we knew how to breathe and meditate but yeah. uh yeah well yeah, i heard yeah. that wim hof's breathing stuff yeah wim hof yep and i noticed a lot of people are comparing the dr joe's supernatural breath to his breath mm-hmm. you know, because you're like forget all, all his theory but you're you're basically bringing in all this oxygen into your blood and it's very healing when you're holding it there that's it. it you know it's there's just so much benefits to it um but it's it's tricky to explain uh i'm going to try to explain it in, in maybe my next video how i do it um, yeah but no that is i mean as i've gone through i've watched uh, about 360 testimonials now of um dr joe's and uh, i've put them all in a a, a, a a playlist what's that i'm addicted to those testimonials eh? like- yeah well it's kind of you watch them a little bit like an archaeologist and going what did you do and you just kind of like what could i take away from this so um if Actually, anything I, sorry i was asking them if they could put just a little thing like in their in their titles of the movies to, or the videos to show what which what the health thing uh, problem was about that was i was saying to someone the other oh i said to my wife the other day because she she listens to me she doesn't practice but she does pass on the information to people yeah. Yeah, so um sh- someone she know she knows has cancer right and i thought well I will try and gather all of the videos with the cancer in one playlist. But then I thought, 
Already. I should really just categorize all of them. So just run through the 350, 360 oh, videos. It's such a huge service to everyone. <laughs> yeah, I think it needs to be done. It's just, uh, even if I just do it piecemeal, because I have the the overall playlist and they're, and they're releasing again presently. So one every other day or so. But um, there's, there's so many nuggets of gold in there. There really is. There really yeah. is. And sometimes it's just just understanding that, you know, it's it's possible. Um, that's yep. enough for someone to kind of grab hold of and kind of run with. Exactly. But exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but you just need daily inspiration, right? I feel like that's part of the formula. Get your daily inspiration. Then you need to. Yeah, that's what all the books are for. That's what the, all the audio, the podcasts, you know, YouTube channels like yours is just. It needs to be a part of the daily intake because I I would have my brother call me after a few weeks and be depressed again and. You know what's really I'm like, darling, are you getting inspired? Watching some testimonials, are you reading? And he'd be like, no. And I'm like, well, how do you expect to get motivated to do the inner work? Yeah, because you're 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 living your past, um, and you're you're just playing those old th thoughts that you used to have and getting the same results that you used to have. They always come back in if you don't keep them at bay by you know actively getting yourself inspired and yeah. Motivated. And, and then that's just one right? that's just one part of it you have to get inspired yes but then you yep. got to inner work <laughs> someone said to me the other day um i had a i woke up i was on my way into work i had a flat tire um uh, blah 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 and then someone said andrew i'm so sorry you're having such a bad day and i'm like what are you talking about i've had the most amazing day ever you know, I've just spoken to a gentleman from a different country. We're talking about how things used to be. We're talking about how the world is becoming more, more, more polarized, but it's becoming more loving as well, more accepting, more diverse. And, you know, we're just, uh, we're, we're talking, yeah, we're talking about religion and, and all sorts. And this is something that I wouldn't have done if I didn't have that flat tire. So to, to heck with the hundred bucks and the right. day off day off work. It was uh, it was an incredible day. Yeah, have you heard that book uh, called The Surrender Experiment by uh, Michael no. Singer? He this book will inspire you to really go deeper into your meditations. He he talks he basically talks about how he completely surrendered everything mm. that ever came into his life, and he just would just allow it to happen, and mm. even if Thing that he really was against he would just say okay <laughs> mm -hmm. let's see where this goes and his life just unfolds into this crazy magical experiences it's well weird. that is that is the ultimate um goal of what we're doing really isn't it is about not fighting is about allowing we don't know the mastery and the magic of the universe as it were and it does know, you know, so it, it, it is about learning to kind of let go and uh, allow. Yeah, trust and allow. Yeah. That's it. When did you start your YouTube channel? Uh, two, was it one week ago? Yeah, one, just over a week ago. So after my Kundalini experience, I, like I said, the whole world just opened up and I, I started getting bombarded with all of this spiritual material and Shaman Oaks was one of the YouTube channels that I binge watched him and a few others. And they were just, just opening up, to, opening me up to this whole YouTube world. 
And uh, I would start to get these thoughts of like, well, you know, maybe I should share some of my experiences. You know, and, and I couldn't sleep at night. It was driving me nuts. I didn't. The last thing I wanted to do was start a YouTube YouTube channel. <laughs> you know, you've been on YouTube for what twelve years? Yeah, getting on that. Veteran, wow. Like, yeah, for me, it's like I could not sleep unless I agreed to do it. You know, I was just like, okay, I just bought all this material, this uh, equipment, mm. I don't know what I was doing. And I, I you know, I, I, I saw myself on camera, I didn't like it. And I said, you know what, get over it, because you have to do this. <laughs> yeah, it's we are our own worst critics. And uh, something that I posted the other day uh, on Facebook on my on my personal page was, uh, there are countless versions of us no one sees us the same so our partners see us as one person we see ourselves as someone else our parents see us as someone else no one sees us as we could all describe the person that is kimmy or andrew and and what have you but we all have different takes you know some of us some people out there don't like me that's because they know certain aspects or they think they know certain aspects and, and so on and so on. And it's just, uh, is amazing. Yeah. I mean, that first video I was sitting on for three months, three months of just, you know, and I was shooting a bunch wow. of videos and getting better. Uh, you'll see, as you'll see my, my, my second video is a lot more, mm. you know, it's just a lot better than my first one, but yeah, I just, I don't know what happened that particular day. I was just like, you know what? It's now or never. It's not mm. It's too long. You're, there's too many ums and ums. But I was like, you know what? If I don't just post this now, I'm never. You just got to do it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Someone somewhere is going to find a fault with it, no matter what you've done. So <laughs> you just got to go for I'm it. Seeing with, you know, you know, people like Shaman Oaks, whom I absolutely loved, he was getting dislikes. And I'm like, what? I'm like, if he's going to yeah. get dislikes, I'm going to get dislikes. So just deal with it. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of my videos, I've got pure hate, but uh, they're some of my more popular videos, so I'll, I'll keep them up. Yeah, well, um, my first dislike, my first thumbs down, I was actually really happy because it didn't affect me. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, great. I don't care. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> well, the cool thing is, it still affects your uh, it affects your um, uh, ranking in a positive way. So it, it doesn't uh, it doesn't affects you in a bad way any thumbs down it just means that you it's like artwork you are affecting people um and their emotions so whether it's positive or negative it's it all all uh, feedback is is good feedback so um although i just i hate some of the comments sometimes on mine so i do go through occasionally and delete some smart ass yeah that's why i love the dr joe work i don't i don't think i could have handled you know this doing a youtube channel if i didn't kind of get past you know being reactive and you know it's the way he teaches you know you always you can choose your reaction you can decide if you're going to be that way or not so that's it yeah and it's okay to to be excuse me sad for a, a second if something did hit you the wrong way but as long as you don't live it and kind of it becomes you um it's okay to have a moment or two but um as long as you don't sustain it forever. That's it. Yeah. You know. That's it. Yeah. Um, so what's your YouTube channel? What I'll do if you if you don't know I'm gonna put it in the um I'm gonna put it in the uh, podcast notes anyway, so I'll get that. It's called Quantum Kimmy. Came the name came pretty easily. 
Okay, I'll um I'll put it in the uh, in the uh, show notes anyway. So, are you? I I know we sp- spoke privately at one point, but uh, are you planning to do any of uh, Doctor Joe's weeklongs or? Oh man, I would love that more than anything. Yeah, I would just love it. I I just posted a video of of a testimony of a of a, of a woman named Sherry. Um, um, who, who did a week long and with zero expectations and everything was going on for her, but she had the most phenomenal experience and mm-hmm. just sitting there laughing and crying and just, just wishing and hoping. Um, yeah. It's so funny. He was actually in my city. I think two days before I, I did the, the, the progressive workshop. <laughs> mm-hmm. No way. Um, I, he's, I think he's coming to Canada for um and a convention with other um teachers but not doing it yeah. yet if he does i am there i will make it make it happen um yeah good be, if he ever does it in portland again maybe that would be the closest uh city for me yeah i think what i'm gonna do is um yeah. i'm off in june uh, end of june then july and august so Whatever there is going on, then I'll I'll see where that is. As long as it's not in another country, it'd be it'd be fine, I'm sure. But uh, have you done? Just it? Need... I'm sorry. Have you done it yet? Or no, I've not gone to any of them. Um, you know, like like you've shown you you've had uh, with the Kundalini ex- experience yourself. I mean, mm. you've already shown to yourself that you don't need to do that. You yeah. know. I'm so fascinated about his most recent interview with Lilu Mace. Have you, have you watched that? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, a bunch of them, uh, the tall beings. Yeah. Like he, I, I know, I think he was very reluctant to kind of. He was, but then he released a newsletter mm-hmm. and the, it was in the newsletter. Oh, wow. So I think it's because people want to hear about that stuff. I was so proud of him and excited that he's finally, you know, talking about, um, these things and yeah i would just i would just love to experience that you know it, it just 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 feeling the energy of the room alone I yeah think would be- that's why i want to go yeah, I'd love- that you know just getting caught up in that drunken kind of <laughs> everyone's there for the same reason exactly and uh the silly thing is years ago i wouldn't watch them because it just felt a little bit like a hands-on healing type of i never watched them i just the 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 thumbnail just kind of rubbed me the wrong way yeah um but then after watching a few because i i hit rock bottom Mm -hmm. i wanted to quit my job uh my health was in a bad way just everything going wrong Mm -hmm. and um just not knowing what way to turn and then lo and behold two three weeks later my whole life had changed and six eight weeks after that the podcast started and you know it's just uh just incredible Incredible. just a little bit of breathing some meditating um (laughs) what's that so simple right yeah what really it is right it's just but it's just how can i think it's so hard for normal people for regular people and by that i just mean anyone that's never kind of considered meditating before because we can all do it and we can all do the healing as well but it's so out there the the danger is that when this stuff is talked about with anyone that's never done any meditating or you know the tall beings and all that stuff yeah um there's a danger of losing someone before they've even tried it 
because this they just think this stuff's wacko uh yeah. but it's not it's legit it, it within i feel like it, you it has to be a progression you know i know yeah. for my my boyfriend when we first met he was open to this stuff but never exposed to anything and this was only maybe two and a half three years ago and so i would slowly just throw him a you know a bone here but I would mm-hmm. suggest a book, watch a video, this and that. And then, you know, yeah. he reached a point in his development where he was ready for Dr. Joe. Yeah. And, um, and then, uh, then I would introduce other things now, you know, he's read like a ton of books in the last few months and I'm just yeah. like, you're surpassing, you're surpassing me. I cannot believe yeah. with yeah. knowledge. And yeah, it's just timing. Right. I, I'll tell you one of the greatest things I could ever recommend anyone doing if they're they live a, a busy life is to for me audible audible has been oh, the yeah. godsend <laughs> um i have about 300 spiritual books wow um and you just plow through them yep. and you just become more and more of a sponge okay. and i'll tell you out of all of them mm-hmm. so probably the the two best series for me have been uh, the the soul journey books okay i'm writing that down the soul's journey and uh or is it the journey of souls and the destiny of souls and i think there's a third one um and then the other one the other one which is I've never been religious, but I've always been ultra spiritual and just seen the gr- bigger picture and, and what have you. Mm-hmm. And for me, um, conversations with God. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Right? Just like one, two, and three, just absolutely mind blowing. Oh, I and- mentioned that. I read that book ages ago, and my boyfriend just read it maybe three or four weeks ago. And he yeah. just like every five minutes, like, oh my God, yeah. read this part too. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 It really is. It's just, uh, I haven't read the second and uh, third. Uh, yeah. I got, I, unfortunately the podcast started a little bit later than I wanted to today. Forgot about the dinner, but, um, when I was over there, I took a picture and let me see, I'm going to send you a picture right now of the books that were stacked up on the shelf. Mm-hmm. So you'll see. And then the fifth, sixth, and seventh book are Conversations with God. Um, that is amazing. And I don't know, I don't think The Seat of the Soul, I think I've read all of these apart from the one by Sylvia Brown. Yeah, those those books are just uh, absolutely phenomenal. So anyway, I'm going to wrap this up here because I'm sure we could carry on talking all night. I just realized it's still a, a reasonable time here. It's uh, almost six o'clock. So uh, that's good. That means that's uh, three o'clock your end. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Yeah, it's been absolute pleasure. And um, it's going to be really interesting to see as I speak to other people that do the work, as as uh, Dr. Joe likes to say, the people that put in the work, it's going to be interesting to see other idiosyncrasies and commonalities between us all. But um, yeah, there was some freaky stuff here tonight, which was quite fun. So, uh, yeah, I appreciate that. I can't wait to hear more of your interviews. I have subscribed. I, I'm not, I'm totally new to this whole podcast world. A wonderful conversation there with Quantum Kimmy. In a few days, we have yet another podcast from Emily. 
in France and also give it a few days before the books and the uh, blog posts also appear on the website.